This is a Federal News Network podcast. Employee assistance programs across the Defense Department are starting to come back online. They've been unavailable for a full week, leaving DOD's entire civilian workforce without access to services like substance abuse and mental health counseling. The reasons for the outage are far from clear, though. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has been covering the EAP problems, and he joins me now. All right, Jared, review for us what the heck has been going on. So it is unclear exactly what led to all this, Tom, but but basically since the 1st of September, all uh, EAP services across the entire Defense Department have been unavailable to basically the entire civilian workforce, more than 700,000 employees. Again, we don't know the original reasons for, for what happened, but but we do know about the structure of how these services were provided. They were provided through an arm of the Health and Human Services Department called Federal Occupational Health under an interagency agreement to basically all of DOD. So this was not a situation where individual defense agencies and military services contracted on their own for these services. It was an agreement for all of DOD. For one reason or another, on September 1st, um, FOH, that part of HHS I mentioned, stopped providing those services. We don't don't know the exact reasons, but we got some of them today when the Defense Logistics Agency posted a very short message on its website saying that EAP services were starting to come back online as of Monday. And they, they're saying at this point it was uh, it, it was because of a previously unidentified contracting issue. What does that mean? We don't know exactly, but there was some problem with that interagency agreement. Because Jason Miller has been reporting that HHS service providing in the area of procurement help is going away and they're dumping all of the procurements back on the agencies that initiated them, which means they have to start over. Could this be a related issue? It certainly could be. There is no evidence that the two things are directly related. And, and, and of course, that was the first thing that came to my mind when we heard that these services had been suspended across the Defense Department was that situation with the assisted acquisition. Because as, as you mentioned, that part of PSC basically stopped functioning. And I should mention uh, PSC is the, the um, umbrella agency that also oversees federal occupational health within HHS. So yeah, my mind immediately went back to that because one of the things that's important about the assisted acquisition services that PSC was providing was they generated something like 75% of the revenue for HHS's PSC uh, arm. And, you know, this is this is an agency that operates in a working capital fund type model. And, and what some insiders have told us is that a lot of times, you know, there's extra revenue coming in from that 75% share that can be used to cover programs that are not completely covering their own costs. So you could do something like that, hypothetically, if, um, if the EAP services weren't paying for themselves. So it's possible that that sudden loss of revenue has, has has something to do with this sudden outage for DOD. But we do know that the EAP, the broader EAP services provided by HHS to other agencies are still running and never really suffered an outage. The outage really just affected the Defense Department, and we're still waiting for answers as to why that is. Um, at this point, what, what DOD is saying is that they have reached a temporary agreement with PSC and FOH to bring the services back online until DOD comes to a long-term solution to, to offer these services on a more permanent basis that, that doesn't involve FOH. We, again, don't know why they're turning away from FOH in the first place, but um, it, it's unclear exactly the pace at which those services are going to start coming back online. What form did the outage take if someone had a problem, say, and they wanted help with substance abuse or a family issue? What happened when they, they would call a phone number and it was busy or what? 
Yeah, the, the service has just literally stopped. And actually, I have a recording of, of one of the hotline uh, messages. This is what callers heard when, for example, they called the Department of the Navy's EAP hotline. All Department of Defense EAP services have been suspended. For urgent medical needs, please call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. How warm. Again, just an example of what people would have heard if they had called during that week-long to the Department of the Navy's hotline. But it was a similar situation across, again, all defense components, all the military services, if you were a civilian employee trying to access these services. Another thing that they had been doing, Tom, during this outage um, is is referring people to the general public hotline, the, the, the number that, that uh, pops up on TV screens a lot during daytime TV, 1-800-662-HELP, run by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, their, their, their general counseling service. But but again, that only offered, you know, mental health and substance abuse type services. EAP, of course, is much broader than that. Financial uh, financial advice and counseling, management training, uh, and, and a whole host of other services that all had been offline during that week-long period. We're speaking with Federal News Radio's Jared Serb. Oh, I said radio. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. What was DOD's reaction, and was there any kind of official, oh, my God, we got to get people to help here? Yeah, there, there, there was, and, and DOD says they're trying to they, – they acted as quickly as they could to get services back online, and that's one of the things that's so mysterious about this. Obviously, there was a contracting issue, and someone knew or should have known that, that the services were going to stop as of September 1st, but – for one reason or another, nothing was done to to you know build in a a bridge uh, to provide these services until a long term solution was come up with. So there was at least a week long outage. Now we understand these services are starting to come back online now, but this this temporary agreement with HHS only offers services for the next sixty days. We understand, so DoD is going to have to get its ducks in in a row pretty quickly here. Now, as you mentioned, the FOH unit at HHS, which is providing these services, will continue as an organization. Does that mean DOD can avoid having to contract with all of the EAP contractors directly, or do we know what's going to happen? Yeah, it seems like that relationship, for one reason or another, is basically at its end. Again, they're allowing 60 days now for a transition period. Unclear why that transition period wasn't available from the first place. But based on this message that we're seeing from the Defense Logistics Agency, it sounds like it's at least an option that individual DOD components are going to um, you know, possibly work out their own arrangements to provide EAP instead of doing it on a department-wide basis. We don't know that for a fact. It, it really could go either way. DOD has been very hush-hush about exactly what's going on here, as has HHS. And is DOD tracking what the consequences might be if 700,000 people are without a important service for a week? Just statistically speaking, there could be people in a great deal of distress that could be suicide risks or some other type of serious risk that couldn't get help. That's exactly right. And I'm, I don't think we'll ever really know the consequences of, of going without these services for a full week. And again, there, there were other options out there, including that SAMHSA hotline that, that I mentioned earlier but but one of the concerns that union officials have told me about as you know in terms of offering that as a, a temporary alternative for people seeking mental health or substance abuse counseling is it's unclear whether the you know the safe harbor pro, uh, provisions that applied to EAP would apply there so what that means is if 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 you're part of an employee assistance program and you call that hotline that's part of EAP because you want to report and you want to talk about and you want to deal with a, a a substance abuse problem you can't be fired or disciplined just for making that call. And it's unclear whether that that kind of protection would kick in if you're if you're taking your concerns outside of the EAP program. 
So maybe one next step could be for DOD long-term to think about moving this into the military health service or TRICARE or somewhere like that? Yeah, it's possible. And and DOD has some experience doing this sort of thing. There are similar programs run for uniformed members called Military OneSource that provide a, a lot of similar support type services to military members and their families. So I suppose that is one other option that they could look at is, is folding some of these EAP type services into the same model that they use for Military OneSource. There there are some legal strictures around what, what they have to do as an employer for a civilian that's set out by uh, 1970 law, which actually requires all federal agencies to offer EAP programs, and, and the programs are also required under a lot of DOD's collective bargaining agreements with their unions. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Check out his story now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Hi, I'm John Henney, fourth-generation owner of Henney Jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop in to Henny Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny today or go to HennyJewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.